Hello, 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 and welcome back. Seems like I've been away from this platform for a little while now, um, but I'm just so grateful and thankful to be back on this platform and just so excited um, to see what God is going to do tonight. I have something very special, um, just waiting for my guests to join in. But, you know, if this is your first time listening to me, I hope that you get something out of it. Um, I really enjoy this platform. Ah, my guest just joined. Um, so as soon as she taps in, we're going to go ahead and get this started. Again, I am so thankful and grateful for, um, you know, everyone that joins in. I'm just thankful, thankful and grateful for everybody joining in. I think she might have a little technical difficulties, but um, so yes. I have a special guest tonight, um, and I'm excited to be doing this show with her. Um, okay, so, all right, all right. Again, hello. This is your host, Robin, and I want to say thank you for joining me. But before we get started, um, I want to do a word of prayer real quick. Gracious and Heavenly Father, just come before you just to say thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy, Father God, that it is fresh and new daily, Father God. Lord, if there be anything in us tonight, Father God, that is not like you, Lord, we just ask Father God, cleanse us, purify us of all those things that are not like you, Father God. So we just ask for forgiveness right now in faith, believing that we are already forgiven, Father God, and we cover ourselves with the blood. This podcast is covered with the blood. Those that will listen, they're covered with the blood, Father God. And so, Lord, I thank you tonight, Father God, for this opportunity to just come yet one more time to give you praise to lift up and magnify your name. It's in the name of your son, Jesus, that I pray. Amen. Well, again, like I said, tonight I have a special guest. Um, this is my friend. She is, you know, absolutely amazing. Um, she is giving people that I know um i don't know anybody that has a heart like hers um and we met some time ago so this is not her first time on the show now i have to try to figure out how to unmute her um camille if you can please Y'all, this is really, this must be something that y'all really need to hear because, yeah. 
Um, can you hear me now? Oh, I can hear hey, you now. Girl. <laughs> Amen. We got it working. Hey, we finally got it working. Again, yeah, y'all, this is being this difficult before. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, it's okay. Um, sorry, y'all. <laughs> Again, this is my friend, Kamel. Um, I've known her for several years now. Um, the way that we met, it wasn't by coincidence or happenstance, but she has truly um, been a light in my life. I'm very thankful and very grateful for her. Um, she is so full of wisdom and understanding um, her perception, uh, just the insight that she brings to the conversations that we have are just so enlightening. They're refreshing. Of course, she holds me accountable. Um, and I appreciate and love her so much for that. But she's more than just my friend. She is like my sister. And so and <laughs> it's um, my <laughs> desire to share, you know, with everybody some insight, perspective and information through my And it's my hope that through my sharing, it will help expand your knowledge and understanding to help you or someone you know get through. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation that we're going to just let all y'all be privy to. Um, we had been kind of going back and forth. I didn't really give Kamel a lot of insight on which direction I was going to come in because the last time... <laughs> Ooh, I I can't even remember what our topic was, but all I can tell you is, um, but Kamel, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Fran. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. You know, this this app got a mind of Yeah, and you know what's so weird though? I I keep feeling like and I'm so grateful and thankful that you decided to um, join me on the, you know, on the episode. I'm glad that you said yes. And so um, yeah. we're going to go ahead and jump right on in here. So the scripture that I'm coming from with is James 3, 8 through 10. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our God and Father. And with it, we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. So now, Camille, huh. when I told you what our topic was going to be, what did you think? What was your first uh thought? Well, you told me that we were going to be talking about emotional curses. And I was like, well, what is that? <laughs> because <laughs> I, <laughs> I've never heard it before. Like, not in that context. So, um, yeah, I, I honestly, I was at a loss. And I think I told you that. I was like, girl, what, what, what is an emotional curse? I even tell curse? you where I heard it from. I think I might have read it in one of my devotionals and it was just like, it just jumped out at me. And I was like, hmm, this would be good to talk about. Um, mm. And honestly, so 
I don't think that there's really a definition for the word itself, but when you think about emotional curses, what is one thing that comes to mind right offhand for you? What's crazy is when I think of curses, I think of punishment, right? And I've always, like, for me, emotions are just a part of being human. So I couldn't really (laughs) put the two together. Now, I do know that um, if we are ruled by our emotions, right, because all of us have them, but if we allow our emotions to guide everything that we do in life, then I Mm -hmm. guess that can be, we can find ourselves punishing ourselves because we're ruled by our own emotions. You know what I mean? Like, I think I said, yeah, I think I told you before that emotions are great indicators, but terrible dictators. So if we keep allowing our emotions to dictate what we do in life, then of course, I guess you can say it'll end up being a punishment for us because there's really no true freedom in living in punishment your entire life because you're ruled by emotions. Okay, so say that that again. You said emotions are indicators. Are great indicators, right? They're great at telling us or getting our attention to how we feel about things, but -hmm. they're terrible dictators. So it shouldn't tell us how to behave just because we're feeling a certain way. Like we shouldn't behave certain ways just because we feel something. Oh, that that's make sense? good right there. It does. It makes perfect sense. But I'm going to let you put a pin in that right there. So okay. now, you know, you remember when we were talking the other day, I, I didn't want to give too much information. I remember I said to you, just really just look at it. Don't overthink it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why I said that was because I was struggling myself, you know, to find mm-hmm. information about, you know, in what direction did, could I actually come with? So what I did was, and it was just like, it jumped out at, at me on the page. I broke mm-hmm. it down by both words. So mm-hmm. we're going to tie it all in together. So emotional relating to a person's emotions, a state of feeling, which kind of ties in with what you just actually said, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a curse invoke or use against now there are several type of curses right but the one that Mm -hmm. stood out to me because i kind of felt like it went in line with what we're going to be talking about is cast curses they can come into your life or someone's life through things you do or speak over them or over yourself speaking negative about that think about how you've experienced trauma you know growing up um and what did how did it impact you on your emotional side you see what i'm saying so it's just almost like like you said they are good indicators right Mm -hmm. of there's something Mm -hmm. going on um Mm -hmm. something happened and usually Mm -hmm. It comes from things that were spoken or and so 
that was the reason that was part of the reason why I said you had to just kind of just look at it mm-hmm. not to really overthink it because you you're absolutely correct it's a way to tie them both in together but we had to look at I wanted to look at both of them separately to see mm-hmm. how you know someone could come to the conclusion of something being in you know passed down because I put a post up this week that said um healing can too and so this is generational mm-hmm. you know um i don't know why i it just kind of like i don't know why to get through mm-hmm. you okay are you able to hear me okay yeah i can hear you are you able to hear me okay all right yeah i can hear you i'm looking in all right i was just making sure just because you were breaking up on my end so i'm like oh lord can she hear me okay yeah i can hear you so so negative impacts can you think of something that might have happened in your life um that you would feel comfortable sharing that was a negative impact whether it was something that was said to you spoken over your life done to you can you think of anything that you would? Ooh, girl, you want me to be vulnerable for the people? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, it's, it's funny that you're asking me to share and be vulnerable because that's one of the things that um, I'm learning um, builds connection with other people, right? Is if you can find safe spaces to share certain things um with people then that's how you build connection mm-hmm. um but i have an issue <laughs> i've had challenges with being vulnerable right mm. can you still hear me okay yeah i can still hear you okay so um i will share uh one thing that happened uh recently um, had a conversation with um, someone who was really is really um, close to me, mm-hmm. and um, what was said to me was like we were talking about our relationship mm-hmm. and which direction, um, like how to move forward, and what was said to me was. And it was a family member. So what was said to me was, I love you unconditionally, Mm -hmm. but my time is not unconditional. Right? So she was setting a boundary with me um, that at the time (laughs) I wasn't really able to receive. Right? So, Hmm. yeah, I wasn't able to receive that because um my is somebody who I, I really value right and okay. i value all okay. of most all of my family right i value each and every one of them um so to hear that was just i was kind of taken aback a little bit i understood mm-hmm. where she was coming from but at the same time i still wasn't ready to receive that um at the time at today i receive it right because everybody is entitled to set a boundary Mm -hmm. everybody is entitled to 
um, live the way that they want to live. But at the time, I was like, what in the world is going on here? And so, um, of course, I allowed my emotions to take hold. Like, we didn't get into an argument or anything because I'm not the argumentative type. Mm-hmm. But I have, you know, I was really withdrawn. And I'm just like, okay, I'm done. You know what I mean? But is that, to me, I started, after a while, I had to think about it. Like, is that a mature response to have to somebody who sets a boundary, right? Because everybody can set boundaries. And so can I, right? She set a boundary, but I can too. So. And that's, that's very true. So, you know, that's interesting though, that the conversation went along the lines of, I love you unconditionally, Uh but you put a condition on your time. Exactly. So my love is unconditional, but my time is not. So then there's a condition there. You know what I mean? So is your love really, and that's my whole thought process. So you you went where I went, right? (laughs) I I did because that was the thing that stood out to me. Like, how is it that you can love me unconditionally, but you set a boundary? where time was but this is the thing though you have to love yourself enough right to be able to set a boundary right Right. because i respect the, the fact that she set a boundary because it helped me to realize that boundaries are set not really to keep people out but to but to protect you as well does that make sense indeed. Like, indeed. yeah so you have indeed. to protect your space right and right i i was a person who struggled with having boundaries so now it's like i'm looking at relationships that i have i'm looking at them um from a place of uh learning not from a place of rejection and hurt where that's where i've always been right in a, in a place of oh, well, they've rejected me, you know, I'm hurt, all these different emotions, right, that I carry. Um, But as I evolve and grow, I'm learning that um, each relationship that we have and we encounter in our life is meant to teach us something. Indeed it is, and which takes me to my next point because you know you said that when i gave you the topic of what our show was going to be weeks ago you Mm -hmm. said why do you always give me stuff that i'm dealing with Um, yes because i be dealing with the same exact thing right Mm -hmm. and so um just some years back god dealt with me about emotions Mm -hmm. some years ago because Mm -hmm. i used to cry about everything at mm-hmm. the drop of a head, I always thought that something was wrong with me because I was crying so much. But mm-hmm. what I found when I was just kind of looking up some things, because y'all know I'm the Google queen, I Google everything, right? <laughs> and um, I, you know, I just take what I need out of it and then whatever I don't need, I just don't take. And and then, you know, I, I, I tell a story with my life as an mm-hmm. example. So what I found was highly emotional people are mm-hmm. deeply compassionate and self-aware but at the same time feel exhausted from feeling all the feels 
all mm-hmm. the time. So being yeah. emotional only becomes a problem when it creates problems in your life. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so when right? I read that, I was just like, okay, so it's okay because I am a very compassionate person and I'm mm-hmm. very self-aware. Mm-hmm. But it only becomes a problem when it creates a problem in my life. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the thing, you know, like like you said, self-awareness to me um, is basically having the ability to understand um, the things that make you who you are as a person. Right. Right. So I think for me, I I consider myself, you know, self-aware, too. And honestly, I've, you know had a couple people tell me, including my therapist, <laughs> that I am highly self-aware, right? Mm-hmm. So in most cases, um, I've learned or I'm still learning to manage um, the ups and downs and the positive and the negative emotions that, you know, come with being human, right? I haven't right. mastered my emotions by any means because obviously it's a, it's a daily practice, but... I think if you can be self-aware enough to realize what's what you're feeling and what's going on at that moment, mm-hmm. then it'll you'll be better prepared to not be ruled by your emotions, right? Or have your emotions dictate what to do in that instance that you're feeling, whatever it is that you're feeling. Does now that make sense? It does. And so, you know, I know for me, um, I used to be emotionally driven by so many different things. Mm -hmm. And it was just so easy, it seemed like, to base decisions and do things off of emotions, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's because, you know, as women, we tend to set timelines for everything. Yeah. And, And so, you know, we get caught up in the whirlwind of different things, especially when it looks like it's going in our favor or it's working in the way that we want it to work, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's easy to continue on a pathway when you're, when you just feeling like you're on cloud nine, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But as women, you know, we go through many different things. Mm -hmm. So, I think that being self-aware keeps you humble and accountable. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times, you know, you could just be going, 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 not operating in humility or accountability. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times when um, you're doing something in that capacity and somebody comes back to more or less correct you on it sometimes you don't really want to hear that you Mm -hmm. know and Mm -hmm. that just kind of speaks to where you are with your emotions so not being able to balance your emotions with your morals and logics emotions can manifest either consciously or subconsciously Mm -hmm. i thought that that was interesting because you know nobody well i say this all the time even though we know that there are people that are out there. Most people don't wake up on the wrong side of the bed every morning. Right. Sometimes it could be a situation or some words or something said or done that shifts, causes uh-huh. you, your, your 
your day, you know, mm-hmm. your your being, whatever you got going to shift. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you and sometimes and I used to be that person that somebody could say something or do something and it would throw my entire day off. Like it would just have me messed up the entire day. Mm-hmm. And so, and it was a struggle really to learn how to not be so emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I said, God showed me that us having, he gave us, he gave women and men emotions. And of course ours is different from theirs because they process mm-hmm. things differently than what we, the way we process them. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't he he showed me that it wasn't a bad thing. I like guess it just emotions? doesn't. Right. It just no. be, it I guess it becomes that that issue for you when it creates problems for you in your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So um and like I told you, I thought that crying was you know, I thought I was the hugest crybaby because I would I would cry at everything. Mm-hmm. Somebody said something to me. Yeah, it would throw my day off, but it would also make me cry. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. so crying for long periods of time will release endorphins, these feel good chemicals that can help ease both physical and emotional pain, which I never even realized that. I mean, I was someone once told me that crying um, that God could still hear the prayers of your very heart, even through your tears. Yeah. And so, but what do you think about someone who cries a lot? Do you think that that is, cause like I said, I thought for me, I was a cry baby cause I would uh-huh. just cry at the drop of a hat. I mean, you just looked at me wrong. It was just like, uh-huh. it was going to create something in me. Um, yeah. So what I'm, are your thoughts? I'm a feeling person too, right? So I used to cry a lot mm-hmm. um, about everything, right? Mm-hmm. Just like you, if, you know, somebody said something or if I felt some kind of energy from someone or I felt rejected or whatever the feeling was, you mm-hmm. know, you can find me somewhere in the corner by myself really upset crying right mm-hmm. and i used to think that crying was a sign of being weak but now i feel like crying is healing crying is that thing that god gave to us to release all of the pent up energy and and stuff that's going on on the inside of us cuz we're energy beings right we have a lot of energy and feelings and stuff that goes on on the inside imagine not releasing that at all right 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 so crying is a way to be able to release those feelings <laughs> that we have picked up and um so now i i mean i i don't cry as much about stuff as i right. used to um right. but every now and again i get me a good crying and i feel better afterwards so sometimes you just gotta do it <laughs> that's exactly I mean you know but I never really thought about how emotional an emotional curse being tied into generational curses never really looked at it Um, and I guess it makes sense because I know for me 
you know, when you are told something so much as a kid growing up, you know, you begin to emulate those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and because that was, the, you know, me growing up, I was always told that I was just mean and hateful. I was stubborn. Mm-hmm. I was mean and hateful. Mm-hmm. And what do you think? I, how do you think I behaved? The you internalized that. Mm-hmm. You internalized not that. Realizing, that's you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. realizing that those words that were spoken had a negative impact on my life. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, you know, God really started to deal with me about my purpose and where he was taking me that I needed to be healed in that area because words are so powerful. Mm-hmm. And I try to be very mindful of the words and my thoughts mm-hmm. because I don't know if you anything like me. I can have a whole conversation about a situation, you know, in my in my thought process. So mm-hmm. I know for me, a lot of times, you know, if you can get, you know, if you can't get out of your thoughts, that ties into your emotions, how you behave, how you, you know, because your emotions will cause you cause different reactions mm-hmm. to take place, you know. That's um, why we're charged with taking our thoughts captive, right? Because what you think about is what you become, right? If you're always thinking about negative things, then that's what right? you become, right? You're if, you're, if you think, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Now, I was going to say, if you think on the positive things, then you can become that too. You know what I mean? Whatever you think on is what you become. That's all I was going to say. That's absolutely true. Um, I honestly feel like, and it wasn't until here in these last, you know, few years or so that I surrounded myself with the same type of energy I wanted to attract. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to remove myself from certain environments because they weren't healthy for me. Mm-hmm. And that kept me emotionally bound in yeah. bondage. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, you're absolutely correct. When you have certain people around you, if they don't ever have nothing good to say or they're not, you know, doing anything that's positive, that mm-hmm. stuff begins to transfer onto you. Mm-hmm. And you begin to start behaving that way, start thinking that way. Even your conversations start sounding that way. And right. so I had to remove myself from different environments, remove myself from being around different people or certain type of people that honestly really did not help in my growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was difficult because when you're emotionally connected, mm-hmm you feel some kind of way like you were saying with your family member earlier in the conversation that mm-hmm. you know that that you had to think about it but it did make you feel some kind of way at first mm-hmm. you know because of the of the way that you view the person and the relationship that you have with the person right so you know um i didn't realize like i said that this could be tied generate general generationally Generationally. Mm yes it could be passed down through generations just as we receive a natural inheritance from our parents we also receive spiritual 
inheritance, which includes both blessings and cursing. And I was just mm. like, whoo, whoo, okay. All right, so that just kind of takes you back to Moses. I believe it was in the book of Exodus mm -hmm. where he talked about the blessings and the cursings. Mm -hmm. um, and so when you think about the positive things that you could be, that could be passed down to you. And then also the negative things that could mm -hmm. be passed down. We never think about, cause you know, when you're growing up, you don't really think about what is going to, what your life is going to be like later on down the road. Um, mm -hmm. And I have found myself that I'm very, like I said, I'm very mindful of the words that I speak anymore now, because I know that because the words carry so much power in them, if you speak a word that is not in season. Mm -hmm. So if I speak a word in your life and it's not in season, that has the potential of impacting you somewhere down the road, whether it's immediately or sometime thereafter. And it could be positive or negative. So, you know, I'm very careful and very mindful about who I have been allowing in my ear as well. Cause you know what we be listening to and who we be listening to, you know, that can sometimes impact our emotions and our feelings me, about different things. Let me ask you this though. Do you think that, you know, with someone speaking, whatever, whether it's positive or negative into your life, don't you think that, um, you, the person who's receiving that word, don't you uh, um, agree that it ha you have to agree, there has to be some kind of agreement from you. Right. So if someone is speaking negatively in your life, right? I right. I'm of the belief now that you have to have, you have to believe whatever it is that they're saying negatively about you. Because if I believe and know without a shadow of a doubt that my eyes are brown, mm -hmm. but somebody is telling me, no, your eyes are blue and they are like really aggressive with it and telling me your eyes are blue. I don't care what you say. You crazy. Your eyes are blue. But I know <laughs> for myself that my eyes are brown. I don't care that they're telling me that my eyes are blue. Right? Well, you know what? It took me a long time to not allow the things mm -hmm of what people were saying to yep. me and about me to Im impact me. Yep. But I can't, I, I would be telling you a lie if I didn't tell you that for a long time, those things would bother me to a point where I was one of those type of people, y'all, I'm about to be, here we go, transparent. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody that could hold a grudge longer than me because I would hold a grudge and I would be sitting, sitting back thinking about how I was going to pay you back. Mm. And that was based off of if you hurt me mm -hmm. or if you did something or said something to me that, you know, maybe I couldn't physically do anything to you mm -hmm. in that moment. Oh, but you can best cool believe I was sitting somewhere pondering on how I was going to pay you back mm -hmm. for that. And I was going to remind you, you know, because sometimes, you know, when you take yourself out of different circles, different situations, 
a lot of times the enemy will use different things. So there's triggers. Mm-hmm. There, sometimes somebody will do something and you recognize it and it triggers something mm-hmm. in you, right? That mm-hmm. causes you to behave in that, you know, revert back into that old pattern of behavior, even though, you know, you feel like you have grown from it. But when you can revert back to that old behavior, you mm-hmm. still need to be healed in that. Yeah. You still need some healing in that area. But mm-hmm. it took a long time for me to get out of that mindset that I didn't have to hold a grudge against you to get a point across. Mm-hmm. It, you know, and it wasn't until here in the last maybe five to 10 years where I could actually tell you, you know what, that wasn't cool what you said or what you mm-hmm. did to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'd have to pray about it. And of course, you know, forgive you for it and move on from that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we get stuck. Has there ever like, been a time where you've been stuck? Yeah. In your emotion <laughs> about about yeah. a situation. And how did you I mean, what did you do? How did you handle it? Uh I still deal with things where I feel like I'm stuck. Um, (laughs) and the only thing that I know to do is to, when I get into, like, I call it a loop, right? It's just this loop that I have that's continuing to go on in my head. Um, Mm -hmm. that the only person who's made it real is me. And that's what I, that's what I say. It's like, no one, I don't, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, right? It's just me who's created this loop. So how do I get out this loop? And what I've, what I have found that's helpful for me is to, I journal, right? I'll write mm-hmm. about it. And mm-hmm. that way I can write down, okay, what am I thinking? Why am I thinking this? What happened that made me think this, right? Now, mm-hmm. I am not consistent all the time with my journaling. And I've noticed that when I don't journal, mm-hmm. or if I don't write it down, or actually take time to think about what I'm thinking about, then I stay in the loop longer than is necessary. Wow. Right. So I just think that people just need to find if if you find yourself in what I call the loop, then you have to find what works for you. You may not be a journaler, right? You may mm. be a person where meditation works for you, where you can still sit and think about what you're thinking about, mm-hmm. right? And try to come up with, okay, how can I get why am I feeling like this? How can I get out of this? You know what I mean? You may have to find a trusted friend that you can talk to. And when mm. I say trusted, I mean that wholeheartedly trusted, you know, someone who's actually earned the right to oh, sit yes. with you in your oh, stuff, yes. right? Oh, Without yes. Who's not going to judge you for feeling yeah. the way that you feel or going through whatever it is that you're going through, right? You know, you can trust them and you know that they will hold your stories, whatever you have they will hold them in confidence. So right. that might be what you need to do, like find somebody that you can, you know, that you trust that you can talk to. So there's different different things that people can use mm-hmm. to get out of the loop. But I find for me that journaling works. works I think journaling is, is a great tool and resource mm-hmm. to, to pull from because a lot of times you may not want to talk to anybody. Exactly, yeah. And so this is a way for you to have an unspoken conversation 
with God mm -hmm. through your words and something that only you have access to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and I definitely agree with getting someone that, you know, that you trust mm -hmm. to be that ear for you. You know, yeah. and I had to um, share this with my uncle's wife when I was in Tampa uh, a month or so ago. And mm -hmm. I asked her, I said, do you know why we have two ears? And of course, you know, she said the, the typical thing that mm -hmm. most people say, well, yeah, so we can hear, you know, God gave us, you know, so we can hear, you know, and she talked about the senses, sight, mm -hmm. touch, feel, listen, yeah. you know, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I was like, actually, the reason why we have two ears is one is to be listening to the conversation. Then the other ear is to be listening to the Holy Spirit. Ooh, I haven't <laughs> heard that one before. I, was, <laughs> I always heard listen more than you speak. But OK, hey, okay, that, so I like that, that one better. <laughs> that's the reason why we have two ears. Mm -hmm. One is to be listening to the person that you are in conversation with and the other one is to be listening to what the spirit is downloading into the conversation hmm. and so and she just kind of looked at me like wow okay because mm -hmm. you know i kind of like was yeah i studied the ear gate the eye gate all that mm -hmm. you know um and so i thought that that was interesting when i read that because it was just like man you know, I was like everybody else. You, you got two ears so you can hear. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you got two ears so you can hear. But it's really about being in tune. And so, luckily for me, you know, most, um, like my aunt, I had a conversation with her last week, and you know, mm -hmm. and I, I talk about you and my other friend who happens mm -hmm. to be on here. Um, all the time and she was mm -hmm. just like wow i would love to be able to say that i have someone like that at this stage in my life mm. you know um because i i tell her i said you know i can be unapologetically me in front of y'all mm -hmm. i don't have to be worried about being a certain kind of way when i'm with y'all so mm -hmm. if i have to cry you, you know y'all okay with me i can i can cry in comfort knowing that y'all y'all gonna be okay with me mm -hmm. crying mm -hmm. you know whether you can fix it or not mm -hmm. um, most so, times i can't <laughs> i can't fix it well you know what that i mean but that's the truth though mm -hmm. and sometimes it really is about the fact of knowing that you have someone there mm -hmm. whether they can do anything or not right and so um what I didn't, you know, when I talked about how it can be passed down. So this includes also sinful patterns as well as destructive behaviors that continue through the family line, also physical and mental issues. And so when I started to look at that, there was words that, and I'm just going to throw them out there and you can just let me know what, what you think. So, um, a lot of times when you think about emotional trauma or emotional curse, whatever you want to call it, we just know that when you put the word curse with it, you know, it's not really that good. It could be a blessing 
or not, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, but here are some things that I saw. Um, lack, doubt, confusion, temptation, and bondage was some of the things that I saw. So mm-hmm. anytime that there's a lack, when we don't feel like there are certain needs being fulfilled, being met, you know, that's trauma for us. And sometimes depending on the way that you look at it will determine what type of emotion that you can have behind it. Cause it could be anger, you know, um, it could be, um, grief. It could be jealousy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, doubt and the mm-hmm. thing about it is that comes in with the, that plays into, you know, the words that you allow yourself to believe mm-hmm. because you're absolutely correct when you said you have to come into agreement. Yeah. So yeah. just because you say it don't mean I have to receive it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's vice versa, you know, mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, take what you need, eat the meat, spit out the bones. Yeah. And matter of fact, take them bones and put them up on the shelf because you might need them in a different season of your life. Mm. We just never think about that from that aspect. We think about, well, this don't apply to me, so I ain't listening to none of that. Maybe something mm-hmm. did apply to you, mm-hmm. but when you're not, uh, you, when you're not walking in humility. Mm-hmm. and accountability mm-hmm. a lot of times there could be things that directly applies to you but you don't hear it you don't receive it because you know and then you have some folks these are the ones that get me the ones that act like they just really got it all together they ain't got <laughs> nothing going on nothing nothing is going wrong in their life everything yeah. is going right you know what i say they, they lie. <laughs> it's always something. It's something. It's something that everybody has to work on. Everything is not perfect in everybody's life. It just, it's just not. <laughs> no, ma'am. And I am just that kind of person that if my facial expression don't get you, mm-hmm. my words might get you. You can miss me with that. Keep that moving now, over there. Now I will say this: that. People, you know, everybody may have something that they're dealing with, but there may just be people who are able to handle whatever they're going through a little bit better than someone else. And everyone's situation is different, right? So even though they may be handling something, the severity of what they're going through may not be at the level of ours, right? So, of course. Exactly. That's (laughs) true. Yeah, we're walking different paths and encountering different things. So, of course, naturally, we're going to, you know, handle things differently. So, you know, but I think, you know, I'm of the belief that we're all going through something. Of course. I mean, that's a part of life. It's it's learning. It it just is what it is. We're all going through something. Yeah. You know, just because what is in my boat don't look like what's in yours don't mean you know, and then some people's things are, you know, just because whatever sin I got going on in my life that is not directly evident mm-hmm. don't mean that I don't have it. Right. And so, you know, 
if you're not convicted mm-hmm. by you know certain things if there's no conviction with certain things you know i'm like you you're lying because we all got something going on i don't care if the dog ate your shoe and it made you you know what i'm saying it just and it was your best shoe mm-hmm. you're gonna be angry about that you're gonna feel yeah. some type of way about that and mm-hmm. so Yo, the way that you display that anger and that emotion about it might be a little bit different than the way that I would express it, right? Mm-hmm. So right. you're absolutely correct. Just because you're handling it the way that you're handling it and I process it the way that I process it, don't make my way right and your way wrong and vice versa. It just it's means different. that you're exactly, we're different. We're different mm-hmm. for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can have one situation happen to five different people and their response is going to be five different responses. Mm-hmm. No yeah. two people are going to respond to that situation the same way. So um, the thing, too, that I thought about was a lot of times when you allow the negative thoughts to begin to take root. Mm-hmm it opens many different doors. Mm-hmm. So now what you've done is, is you've gave Satan a key mm-hmm. and you've allowed him in. Now, sometimes it ain't always the devil either. Sometimes God be stirring up the pot a little bit just because <laughs> there's some things in you that he's trying to get out of you. And mm-hmm. you know, we have death grips on things. Yeah, we hold but on we ain't gonna let we them, don't need to. We hold on mm-hmm. to people mm-hmm. and stuff that we don't need to hold on to um and you know emotionally it's been traumatic across Mm -hmm. the board especially in friendships boyfriend Mm -hmm. girlfriend relationships you know family Mm -hmm. you know relationships so it's Mm -hmm. not just about you know boyfriend and girlfriend all the time but it's any type of relationship that you know that has not produced any fruit right and you have struggled emotionally behind that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, here I go again. I'm about to be transparent. <laughs> um, so I had this friend. Well, she used to be my friend. Mm-hmm. We have been friends for over 15 years. Wow. Pretty much raise our kids together. And we used to always say we're going to grow old together. We're going to raise our, we're going to look at, watch our grandkids together. We're going to be sitting on the porch in our rocking chairs together. This is what we used to say. Mm-hmm. And just like you and my other friend, you know, you guys have seen me at my high. You've seen me at my low. You've seen me where I've been, you know, balanced. And I like to say that I'm in a good place now that y'all get mm-hmm. to see me in, right? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. she had been that and then some for me. Mm-hmm. And it was like God had to tell her that she would learn about friendship through me. So out of everybody that we used to associate with, I was the only person that was ever allowed to be in her home, around her husband, around her kids, because God told her that she could trust me. hmm because she had never had a friend who really was her friend, but she was going to learn about friendship through me and Mm -hmm. our relationship. And so she was a great 
friend to me. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that when she no longer was married, she started to be on the same side that most of the people she knew single. She didn't really know how to process that. She had watched all of us go through singleness for so long. She was the only one that was married, but she didn't really know how to process process that with us, with me rather. And so I don't think it, it started to become a point where certain things were no longer organic between us. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about we would tell each other everything. So if you want to know somebody that knew everything pretty much for the most part about me, she did. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. It got mm-hmm. to a point where she started keeping things that I guess she must have thought I was going to look at her some kind of way because. No, I started looking at her some type of way because of her behavior the way her behavior mm-hmm. pattern started to be, to be displayed. Mm-hmm. And emotionally for me, that was traumatic. Why? Because this had been my friend for years. Mm-hmm. And I did not see my life without her being a part of it. Mm-hmm. So emotionally, I struggled because I didn't understand why was she doing some of the things that she was doing? Why was she not being truthful? Why was she keeping things from me? Why did she think I would not be just as good of a friend to her that she had always been to me? And Mm -hmm. that hurt me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know how to move past it. So we always celebrate our birthdays together. We went out to L.A. for Mm my 45th birthday. Mm -hmm. And it was her 46th birthday. And we had already had this plan, but she started We two days into it. I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to see my grandkids. And I was looking at her like, what? We had this planned for months. Mm-hmm. Let's keep in mind before I was on my way, when I was on my way to the airport to catch a flight to LA, a deer mm-hmm. hit my sister's car and I was scared to even get on a flight. Mm-hmm. But she's talking about two days in. Well, we should have did this. We should have did that. But we didn't really have, to, we didn't encounter or incur any out-of-pocket expenses that we would have if we had did it a different way. Mm-hmm. And it was for me then that I started to realize that this relationship no longer was producing any fruit and I had to cut it off. Mm-hmm. So I walked away from someone who I loved like a sister, who was mm-hmm. always there for me and my kids and everything else. I had to cut her off and I went through something for a couple years after that. It took me that long to get to heal from the relationship that I cut off. Mm-hmm. She didn't cut it off. I did. Mm-hmm. And so now she doesn't really want anything to do with me, even in passing, not even to just say hi or bye to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it was probably hurtful for her as well, because, mm-hmm. you know, anytime we're thrown a curveball and we don't we didn't see it coming and we're blindsided with things that can cause some emotional pain for us. And mm-hmm. she probably never saw that. I didn't even see it. But again, sometimes you just have to cut yourself off from people and things that you're holding on to that no longer produces fruit 
in your life. And I'm just one of those kind of people. If I can't add to your life, I'm not going to take from it. Mm -hmm. And so have you ever had a situation where you had to cut off someone that there was an emotional tie with that really hurt you? Um, I have had, I haven't really like severed friendships. Um, mm -hmm. I am the type of person who, um, will back away. Um, you will notice that I'm absent. Um, mm -hmm. but to actually sever a relationship, I've never done that. Um, and I guess it, it for me, I just, if it's, if to me, if it's a relationship that I really value, right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I get what you're saying as far as if I can't, if we can't add to each other's life, then what are we doing? Right. Um, right. so I think for me, for the relationships that I have had that um, where I feel like there isn't a lot of value being added, I'll just, you know, separate myself and back away. But I won't sever it because you'll never know, for me, this is just the way I think, you'll never know when that person may need you for something or mm -hmm. when I may actually need them. You know what I mean? And it's, it's just... To me, I look at relationships as learning. Like, we learn from each other all the time, regardless of good, bad, indifferent. And I just, I know that everybody is going through different things in life. We are all on right. different paths. Our journeys don't look the same. And I just feel like I always want to, um, if I'm friends with you, then I always bring my, my best self, right? But if you're not right. bringing yours, <laughs> and it's at a point where we're no longer able to contribute anything, then yeah, I'll just I'll back away and just let it die down. Um, most people will make it, some people will make it known, like yeah, we you don't ever have to call me again or something like that. I've just I've never done that, so I'm just a person who will just back away. Well, and, you know, know that like again, I everybody handles to. things differently, so. Yeah, that's very true. I used to, I mean, I was quick to just cut you off. Mm -hmm. You, If you did something wrong, you know, there was no, I think grace was, what? <laughs> you know, I had to learn about grace, mm -hmm. you know, um, in my own relationship with Christ, mm -hmm. you know, so that I'm able to extend that same grace to someone else that makes a mistake. Mm -hmm. But like I said, when I told you I used to be, I could hold a grudge and payback, or you was gonna get your payback, <laughs> um, one way or another, you know. So there were certain things, but that speaks to the level of maturity that I I had. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So as I grew in the things of God, then I matured in certain areas of my life, um, mm -hmm. and there's still you still I'm still maturing right now don't hold grudges all like I used to and I don't be trying to pay nobody back like mm -hmm. I used to but I just found too that 
I don't put myself in those positions anymore or those right. situations or yep. around those type of people. That way, exactly. I don't have to be somebody that I'm not. Right. Because I feel like if if you are a butthole, then be the best butthole you could possibly be. Because at least mm -hmm. I know your angle. I know mm -hmm. which direction you're coming from. You're not going to mm -hmm. blindside me that way. But if you trip me up, that's my fault. Because mm -hmm. if that's who you showed me you were, mm -hmm. and I didn't believe you then, I'm going to believe you now. And I'm not going to be bothered with it. Mm -hmm. But it was a difficult decision that I had mm -hmm. to make, you yeah. know. Um, and did would I ever do that again? Probably not. Because emotionally, I was not prepared. What would you do for, differently? Well, what I would do, probably what I would do differently is, is I would have probably been more boisterous about the things that she was doing that made mm -hmm. me feel the way that it made me feel versus yeah. not saying anything and just mm -hmm. was like, okay, you know what? I don't know why she's doing that because she didn't see me at my worst. She seen me in a psychiatric ward. Mm-hmm. She took care of my kids for me while I was in a psychiatric ward. Mm -hmm. Okay. She took care of my home. She, all different kind of things. When I didn't mm -hmm. have money to buy the rest of my kids Christmas gifts, her and her husband came and brought me money to do mm -hmm. that so that my kids had a good. So again, I, I would have probably spoke up more mm -hmm. about what, how that made me feel in that mm -hmm. moment and then we could have dealt with it and processed and moved on from it yeah. um versus taking the role that i took in it so move today no i would not do that um yeah especially I, go ahead i'm sorry you know with the relationships that i feel are of value to me right and i think the same goes for me i think i'm more apt to um let somebody know um maybe not in that very moment because i still haven't gotten to that point yet and unless i'm really angry <laughs> then yeah love is coming off <laughs> but right um i try not to let myself get to that point but um i think now what i try to do is you know take some time again to process whatever it is that i'm feeling and then if it's a relationship that i really value and want to continue, then yes, we need to have a conversation about it. And even if it's one that I don't care to continue, I'm learning to still speak my piece, right? Because they need to know how whatever was done, you know, whatever situation is, how it made me feel or how it affected me, right? Right. And then right. go from there. Now, I haven't, you know, in the past been as uh, boisterous about, you know, how I feel about things like I would hold it in and wouldn't really say anything and I would um, internalize everything but the one who suffers is me by holding right. it in and not letting it right. out right right so exactly. I just try yeah I just try now to like keep it in context though like that's why I take the time to figure out what it is that I'm really feeling what is this emotion like what is really behind it all and then go from there. So I can try to approach the situation, you know, 
with a clear mind and not just from an emotional standpoint. Because if we do things based off emotions, again, I told you, emotions are great indicators, but it'd be a bunch of dead folks laying around here, truthfully speaking, (laughs) you know, if if emotions was, you know, uh, tell all be all, you know, which takes me to the point of when you think about an emotional curse, Mm -hmm. the very, one of the very things that's right at the very center of it is our tongue, the words, Mm -hmm. you know, because it has the ability to impact how we behave, how we react, Mm -hmm. you know, what we will say, all that, our tongue. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. it's amazing that something could be used to bless and then something could be used to curse the problem that mm-hmm. i think most um struggle with today is is and social media is like man got folks living behind mask you know not mm-hmm. really being true them their true authentic selves right? right um i just feel like if you can't be real with God, then you really not going to be real with me. Mm -hmm. And that's just my personal opinion. You know, Mm -hmm. the way that I am with you, that's the way that I am across the board. I'm consistent in Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if we have conversations that are difficult conversations, like (laughs) I can remember we laughed about this some time ago. Um, but it was a while back when I was going through this stuff with my son and, you know, me and you had a conversation <laughs> and you was like, well, Robin, you know, are you sure it's because he ain't doing what you want? No, Kamel is not. <laughs> that is, that the, you know, but the question, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like, you know, because I was already so emotional about mm-hmm. the situation you know when you think about your kids you can become very emotional when yeah, it comes down to different things especially when you see them going down a rabbit hole that they don't need to go down mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. so i just you know and i called you to have a conversation about it and i think it was at that time i probably was being a little selfish if i'm be honest i probably was being a little selfish and I just needed you to be on my side for, a, you know, for just a moment, you know, um, because it felt like I had been taking so many L's in that entire mm-hmm. equation. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That it was a loss yeah. for me and I was and it was tearing me up because it was like, this is my kid. And I was on the verge of based off of emotions of really just not really cutting ties with my son, but it damaged certain parts of our relationship during that Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. and it took a while for us to get back to a place of where we are now Mm -hmm. you know um but you know yeah so again our tongue has the ability to create (laughs) (laughs) blessings or curses because you know we could say some of the craziest things to people not really thinking about how that might impact them you know mm-hmm. and then there's those moments where you're upset and mm-hmm. whatever you get that's just that's what you get mm-hmm. i'm just saying um 
but the Bible talks about fresh water and bitter water not flowing from the same opening. Mm. So I can't tell you that I love you, but then treat my, yeah, treat my nephew a different kind of way. Mm. Or say some mean things to him, mm. but I could be nice to you. Mm -hmm. all in the same sentence and sometimes you do that when you are going through different emotions sometimes you could you you might be happy one minute and you might be sad the next minute and you know for me it was just like okay what is this god what in the world is this because mm -hmm. i don't like this feeling i don't like feeling like okay today i'm happy but for how long mm -hmm. and then when all hell breaks loose how long lord mm -hmm. <laughs> you see what i'm saying and so um, but when I think about how this came to be or how, you know, I was so emotional about so many different things, I dealt with rejection, mm -hmm. bitterness and mm -hmm. unforgiveness. When you are walking mm -hmm. in them three things, mm -hmm. you bound to experience many levels of mm -hmm. different types of emotions because mm -hmm. rejection, nobody wants to be rejected. And truthfully speaking, <laughs> well, you know life. what? I actually I think that I can relate as well because I always felt like I had to be in competition with my sister growing up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, here I go again, being vulnerable. <laughs> you know, because I always felt like my mom treated us differently. Mm -hmm. So I felt like nothing i ever did was ever going to be good enough mm -hmm. and then being in relationships with men who never you know accepted me for who i was so mm -hmm. i always felt like i wasn't good enough you know or i had to compete with whatever their imagination was mm -hmm. you know so struggle you know and it wasn't until i got further along in my walk with christ that i realized i am good enough mm -hmm. i don't have to compete with anyone or anything why because it's only one of me amen yeah. thank you jesus glory to god for that <laughs> i always said there could never be a twin a triplet a quadruplet of me because the world is not ready <laughs> for two or three of me okay well they ready for two or three of me so I might as well just work on being the best me mm -hmm. and that's yeah, what I, oh, sorry, that's the only thing that any of us can do yeah I put up a, a quote the other day that I, I stumbled across on Instagram that really really resonated with me and it said confidence comes when God's thoughts about you become the only one that matters. <laughs> the only That's one that deep. matters. That's deep, but it's the truth. Yeah. And, it I is. and I think that the more time you spend investing in that relationship, mm -hmm. the less time you'll spend trying to compare put yourself up against different things, different people, mm -hmm. um, 
and basing decisions off of what you see right and what you hear versus the reality is is that he is the giver of all things that's right he created all things mm -hmm. and so any good thing is going to come from him yeah and even if it's something that we don't believe is good but it's still working together for our good it still mm -hmm. comes from him the mm -hmm. creator and the giver of all things and so i'm just grateful and thankful um for growth mm -hmm. you know because it takes a lot to first of all admit that you got issues Girl. you struggle <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because there's yeah. always two sides to every story. It's your side, their side, and then in the middle is the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and we all have a part in whatever it is that we get ourselves involved in. Mm -hmm. So any emotional ties that I have with some, I have an accountability to that as mm -hmm. well. And we can't always just blame everything on the other person and right. so take accountability for your mm -hmm. part because you have a part and i told someone this just last week you got to take ownership for your part in this yeah. and i'm and for me i've started to assess my part let mm -hmm. me see how i can fix it if i wronged you give me an opportunity to make it right yeah yeah, and I think that. Of, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And I was just going to say it takes a lot of courage to do that, right? To admit that, you know, okay, well, I made a mistake, right? But I'm willing to come to you and let you know I made a mistake and I want to try to fix it. There are some people who, you know, they know that they made the mistake. They know that they wronged somebody, but they will just be like, oh, I'm going to just let it ride. And they won't they won't admit it. They won't take accountability for it. So I commend you for doing that because it takes courage to do that. Girl, I don't know about anybody else. And if I'm going to be truthful, I'm going to be truthful all the way across the board. When I know that I've wronged you or I've had a part in something that was not okay with you, mm -hmm. see, that impacts my sleeping, my eating, mm -hmm. All, everything that I do in the course of it, that has an impact until that is fixed mm -hmm. or it's settled, yeah. put it that way. Mm -hmm. You're right. Some people just operate with no conscience, like mm -hmm. they did nothing. They're not going to apologize for nothing, you know, mm -hmm. but if I hurt your feelings, tell me I did because mm -hmm. I want to make sure that I don't do that again, especially if I say that I love you. Right. Especially if I say that I got your best interest ahead, I'm looking out for you. I don't want you to feel like the way that I made you feel is not that there's not valid, you know, and that's the mm -hmm. one thing that that's the worst thing you could ever do is act like that other person, the way that they felt don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. And it's just it, 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 it stirs up a whole lot of other different things. Mm -hmm. you know so the thing that i found for i guess would be some good tools that you can use um for breaking emotional curses 
first thing you have to do is identify what's operating in your life because that ties into you know how you feel about whatever that is that's Mm -hmm. going on so it'll speak to whatever emotion you go experience whether it's some anger whether it's you know i don't know disgust disappointment um Mm -hmm. and that you have to identify what it is and a lot Mm -hmm. of times if you don't call it out then how do you expect to be delivered and healed from it if you can't even call it out what it is Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um first thing check your heart because it's anytime that we got emotions you know we talked about the power of our words but that's a heart issue Mm -hmm. and we know that god is the at the very center of our hearts right and if we can't take it to him for him to fix it Mm -hmm. then you're just gonna be walking through here all emotional about stuff that you don't really need to be emotional about and then the stuff that you should be emotional about you ain't i'm just Mm -hmm. saying because there's no balance (laughs) Right. right repent and prepare your hearts so that unforgiveness you know i told you i would hold grudges which meant that you know i ain't know nothing about no forgiveness mm-hmm. during that time i mean because like i said i was figuring out a way to pay you back <laughs> and i was gonna make sure i paid you back mm-hmm. you know um and a lot of times when we we think that we have the upper hand or we're doing something we really just being very foolish and very mm-hmm. immature and it speaks to how much we need to grow in that specific mm-hmm. area forgive yeah. and bless so we have the ability to speak blessings over and into the lives of those even when they have done things because the bible says even when that I will prepare a table in the presence of your enemy. So even in the presence of our enemies, God will still do certain things, but we still have the ability to speak life. And it's up to God to handle that situation. We can't mm-hmm. do his job. And that's mm-hmm. the problem. Most of us be trying to do his job, our job, the Holy Ghost job, and everybody else's job. Mm-hmm. when he really just calling us to be accountable for us and right. that's to forgive and to bless take baby steps i love that because you have to give yourself time to process where you are mm-hmm. i think that we don't do that enough so the fact that you journal i love that um there used to be a time where i did journal but i haven't journaled in a very long well since i was i did journal a little bit on my trip when i was on vacation last year but Mm -hmm. baby steps do you have some things that come to mind that you could you you know you could give this that would be a good resource or a good tool um for healing um i mentioned before you know you know journaling um meditation um finding wise counsel and people that you trust 
Um, right. What's working for me is therapy. <laughs> I know, you know, some people don't like that word, but it actually helps if you find the right um, therapist. Um, Indeed. And um, prayer. Amen. God is all. God is always there listening. So, show sure enough. And I know he be. That's all I can. Sometimes do. he probably be looking at me like, "Okay, girl, <laughs> um, be patient and persistent." Mm-hmm. That's a word that don't none of us like. Patience. I don't know about yeah. you, but yeah, yeah that's no. not one of my stronger suits. Mm-hmm. Um, no. You already spoke about this. Prioritize self-care and self-compassion. Therapy Mm -hmm. would be self-care. Absolutely. And then, you know, be patient with yourself. Have Mm -hmm. compassion with yourself. So that same compassion that you would give to your sister or your brother, give it to yourself. And a lot of times we have a hard time giving it to ourselves. We can give it to somebody else real easily, but Mm -hmm. we have a hard time giving it to ourselves. Ask for, ask for and accept help. A lot of times we don't want to ask for no help because that displays a sign of weakness. No, right. it's not weakness. It's it's, it, it speaks to strength and courage because it takes a lot to ask mm-hmm. and let people in enough to know what it is that you need help with. So it takes a lot for that. Exactly. Um, you also spoke to this. Look for and seek emotional safety. That could be in a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just like, you know, set realistic expectations. Mm. <laughs> sometimes, we, <laughs> sometimes we have unrealistic expectations and we yeah. place them not on just other people. We place them on ourselves as well. That's mm-hmm. where the baby steps come in at. Right. You know, so we need to trust trust the process, right? Indeed. Indeed. The process is going to be just that, a process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we have to trust the process. Yeah. So, you know, this comes a close to the end of the show. You know, we've been talking for a minute. That time done flew. Like, we've been, this is really good. I want to say thank you again for saying yes to coming oh. on to the show with me um i really appreciate you as my friend um i really appreciate you as a person um you are an amazing woman of god and i'm so thankful that he brought you into my life when he did because he knew what i needed and that's the thing that i love most about god he knows what we need when we need it and you were just one of those people that I need it. And so I'm thankful for you. Um, you have any last minute words for the people listening? Uh, you know, just, we all have emotions, right? We all go through right. things in life and we just have to deal with them the best way that we know how. That's it. That's all I have. And I just, you know, I thank you for, you know, reaching out to me, even asking me to be a part of your show, um, getting me out of my comfort zone, because, you know, I was looking at you like, girl, it's a kid. Oh, <laughs> Lord, you know, I'm getting out of my comfort zone when you ask me to do this. Um, but I appreciate it because it stretches me. And um, so I really appreciate our friendship and, our, you know, the bond that we have. And 
just thank you. I love well, you. you're absolutely, I love you too. You're welcome. I'm going to close us out with a word of prayer real quick. Gracious and heavenly father, we come before you. We just want to say thank you. We thank you for the opportunity, father God, that you have given to us, father God. We thank you for those that were tuned in and listening. We thank you for the ones that will even go back and listen, father God. We thank you for everything that you have given to us. I thank you for this platform. I thank you for Camille, Father God. Now, as I lift her up before you, Father God, I just thank you that you will do exceedingly abundantly above all that she could think or ask according to the power that works within her, Father God. And so, Lord, I thank you for the friendship. I thank you for everything, Father God. I thank you that the words that were used tonight, Father God, that there will be some that will be delivered, that will be healed, Father God, that will be set free. The enemy will no longer have control, Father God. And so, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who was selfless, Father God. We thank you for your spirit who goes with us, leads and guides us, Father God. And so, Lord, we thank you that you are the giver, Father God, the author and finisher of our faith today, Father God. And we thank you. We love you. It's in the name of your son, I pray. Amen. Amen. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with family and friends. Leave a comment or a review. Um, you don't want to miss, as I'm closing out Women's Month, it has been truly an awesome time to just celebrate other women, um, to have other women on the platform with me, whether it's been here or whether it's been on IG Live. I will be live on Thursday, this coming Thursday on Instagram, where you can catch me at, at broken underscore zero one 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 two one on IG. I am going to come from the author perspective because I am an author. If you haven't had an opportunity, go check my book out. It's on Amazon. It's broken to be or not to be. That is the question. So um, until the next time, trust in the Lord with all that with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I'm your host, Robin. Take care and be blessed.